live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on June 12th, 2018. To hit the internet on June 13th. That's right. Friday the 13th. No, no, I'm just joking. 2018. How are you and yours? Huh? Oh. Oh, really? Oh, Tommy made the Little League team. Oh, I don't know how he runs around the bases. I saw him. He runs like he has rickets. Yeah, I don't I, I don't see that, buddy. Oh, and Jessica, Jessica made the play. Really? I've heard her talk. She can barely put a sentence together. So your kids suck, so stop. That is Facebook. I'm sick of your kids. And some might say, Brian, I thought you were off Facebook. Why don't you get off Facebook? You're right. You're right. I, I need to do that. I, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Anyways, how are you and yours? Huh? You know, it's, it's, it's just a beautiful thing, huh? I knew you were probably looking, you're probably looking for the wet bandits. Yeah, he's not here. Looking for Kirk Manahan? Yeah, he left. Just me. That other voice on the podcast, the one who said, hey, will you shut up and let the talent talk? Yeah, well, it's just me. All right. For the entirety of it. So deal with it. Uh, I thought bandits was great, by the way. Uh, you know, he gave, uh, he's got an extremely vulgar mouth uh, with some great stories, and I loved every second of it. And Kirk Menahan, which I know some people who listen to the podcast maybe say, eh, who, who the fuck is Kirk Menahan? You know, I know it's a New York-based uh, audience I have for the most part. Kirk uh, was great, and I think those are the kind of guests I like to have on the podcast. I'm, I'm, I've said a thousand times, I'm done. I'm done with the, oh, wow, you, you're, you're the beat writer for uh, whoever. Oh, you started on the Tuscaloosa Times. Oh, what was that like? Oh, you got the internship there? Oh, that? Yeah, I don't give a shit. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't find that interesting anymore. I mean, Bandits obviously brings his own, uh, his, <laughs> his own blend of comedy and, and uh, insight. And the, the, the interview with Kirk Menahan, like that is the way I want to do a podcast like that is the way i want it done you know where eh, i'll kiss his ass a little bit and you know give him shit and then we'll swear a lot and you know that that's the podcast i'm sorry that's the way like he said on there that's the way guys talk we don't sit around going you know what i really appreciate how good bryce harper is you know late in games you know i gotta you gotta pre- no one talks like that. that that is fake pretend twitter bullshit no one speaks in that manner so here i am okay here i here i here i here i am uh, I'm in a little bit of a unique position here. Uh, the wife is gone. Oh boy, watch out. Yeah, not so much. The wife is gone. She is in Spain. I brought her to the airport, uh, last night and she's with her stepmother for 13 days. That's right. Your boy, your boy, Brian Buck, 13, 13 days on his own. Watch out. Oh boy. Hi, the women and children. Yeah, no, that's not it. Uh, but here I am and I'll tell you at 37 years old. Having all the time to yourself, it's not as appealing as it was when I was 27. Sure, I could call in sick every day and go to the bar and get drunk. I could do that at any age. You could put a 7 at the end of it. It could be 87. It doesn't matter. But I'll tell you, I don't know. When I was 27 years old, like, if I wasn't hanging out with a ton of people. Because, listen, I, as some of you know, I just moved out here to California. I have acquaintances. I don't have any real friends, per se. I have a few people I could call and drink with. But, yeah, it's just like, yeah. I know you, but I don't, I don't really like you. Um, at 27 years old, I would have been having a panic attack if I wasn't out Friday and Saturday night getting shit-faced till, you know, 3.30 a.m. and then waking up the next morning and be like, oh, that, that was stupid. But still, it was the fact that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still hanging, bro. Yeah, smoked a pack and a half last night. Yeah, 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 I don't even know where these cigarettes... Whose lighter is this? Oh, Jesus. What? It's a white one. That's bad luck. Um, so Whatever. You know, what do you always say? So here we are. With 13 days, I'm thinking to myself, 
I'm going to get in shape. You know, I'm not even that, like I'm that fat, but I, I got to lose a good 10 pounds. All right. Because I'm still like, I've, I've been doing this for about 10 or 15 years. And four minutes in, I'm just talked about how great the podcast is and how great I think I am, which I, I, I like the tone. I, I like the, yeah, I like it. Uh, thinking, yeah, well, I'm going to get that beach body. Brian, the beach body's never coming. So, but I'm thinking, all right, all right. So I'm going to go to the gym, no beer, no alcohol this week. And what do I do the first day? I bring it to the airport last night. I come home from work. Stop at that gas station. And what do I do? I'm just going to get cash. Oh, I'm just going to get gas. No, I'm just going to get a little pack of those Doritos. Now we get two tall boys, two Lagunitas tall boys. Those are already done. And, uh, yeah, I haven't had dinner yet. Mom, dad, I know, I know what they're saying. If they're listening to this podcast, they, they long time listeners, friends of the podcast, especially Ken Buckley, guest on the podcast, Brian, like that caller to, to Francesa, Michael, Brian, you need to eat. And I will, I will, I will. But, uh, so we're, we're down two Lagunitas tall boys in the books. And now, now we got a, a bottle here of a heaven Hill, uh, old style bourbon, Brian. Okay. Let's, let's just relax. But that's how quickly it can go downhill. I'm supposed to be in shape, going to the gym. Now, I did take a walk, like a 65-year-old man in, uh, you know, uh, Velcro uh, laces, but it is like 100 degrees out here, so it was a good workout. Anyways, how's everybody doing? <laughs> that is my life right now. That That is where we're going. And I'm, and I'm trying to think, and I'll, I'll bring it up later on the podcast, what am I going to do? You know? I'm not a kid anymore. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hitched, as they say, too. You can't just go out to the bars looking for barflies to go home with. I mean, those days are over. So what do I do? Can I do things on my own and not be like, a, you know, look like I'm some sort of pedophile? I mean, can that happen? Anyways, so what do we jump into first? Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed those podcasts, like I said. You know, yada, yada, yada. We're, we're kind of beating that thin there. But uh, we, we got a few topics. I feel a little ambitious doing a podcast already here. So let's let's jump into the sports there, huh, gang? I guess we could put a nice little bow in the NBA Finals. Uh, I watched the first two games. I did not watch the second two games. Uh, I mean, you can tell that, that that was a bloodbath. That team stinks in the Cavaliers and the Warriors. The Warriors weren't even playing at full capacity. I mean, they, they could they could play whenever they wanted. And like I, I saw Leslie in Fort Lee, which is someone who a lot of people like to shit on all the time. And hey, listen, he's a wild man. He, he's 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 wild. Uh, but he said, you know. What does it matter where LeBron goes next year? Golden State is still that good. It doesn't matter. I mean, seriously. So you you, you had Golden State take care of business. And, and Kevin Durant, I don't know where he gets off saying the things he says. You know, he, this guy joins the greatest regular season team of all time and who lost in a game seven and then says it's tougher to be a player on a really good team than it is to be on a really bad team. Does he is the ultimate insecure, I mean, maybe not ultimate insecure athlete, but I mean, that is a guy who obviously is a mental midget who needs major fucking help. I mean, he needs own GM shit on him on the parade today, too, being like, he hasn't earned it yet. And you could tell he was irked. He was irked. So, I usually praise LeBron James. Now, listen, we all know he's a diva and whatnot, but the, the shit he pulled the other night. You know, game four, series is in the books. It was a sweep. LeBron, you don't have to prove anything to anyone. You were the only player on that team worth talking about. And this fucking guy comes to the press conference wearing a, a bandage, a brace, a whatever on his hand, saying, I broke my hand after game one and I punched a whiteboard. Listen, he probably punched Jared Smith in the face or took a swing at him and then maybe hit the whiteboard. Either way, 
you weren't affected that bad. You were doing push-ups before game two. And listen, anytime you're doing push-ups with a camera in front of you, that's hardo central, all right? That's, look how goddamn tough I am. That's the equivalent of being on the court and flexing, as if anyone gives a shit. If there is anything in any organized sports where you have to lift weights, then I can understand the whole flexing part. I find that to be so noxious by people. Oh, look at me. I got a rebound and put a, put a, put a, put a, put a layup back in. I'm six foot seven. I flex. I, I, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, wow, all right, that, that's, that, that has, that's, those two things are completely related, but LeBron wears that, and who is he trying to impress? Like, if you're that hurt, you're wearing that brace throughout the, the, the four, the, the remaining three games. What are you possibly trying to achieve by wearing that thing after game four? So people, like, does he think, like, people are that stupid? And listen, I will tell you. And and you you can attest to this as well. Walk around in society. Walk around in a mall. Walk around in an airport. Walk around anywhere. People are that stupid. But does he really think people are that stupid? Oh, maybe they're that stupid to think, oh, well, he's wearing a brace after game four. It must have really hurt him after game four. Oh, well, he's been playing. He's, you know, I mean, he's been playing hurt since game one. He found the, the necessity, the reason to put a, a, I'm still dumbfounded by it, but he found a reason to put that on after game four as if people are going to be like, wow, he played hurt. Boy, just adds to his legend. Maybe he is better than Jordan. We're taking calls. I, I that was shocking to me. I, I don't understand. And now I read today, he, and you know, cause now it's all about, put the Jordan LeBron debate to the side, which if if anyone wants to actually engage that uh, conversation with you, I encourage you to spit in their face. Uh, yes. Well, maybe not spit in their face, but give them a strongly worded, uh, you know, response to say, listen, I don't involve myself with people with small brains and I am not going to waste my time, my life on this. I'm going to go to Twitter and waste it there, which is what we all do. Life just goes by on Twitter. Uh, but the, 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 the idea that uh, I've completely lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? That's right. The uh, the idea that uh, now LeBron is leaving. Um, he's going to leave Cleveland. Where's he going to go? That That's the new debate. Put the Jordan LeBron. That's right. There we go. Back, back to square one. Uh, put the Jordan LeBron debate to the side. Where is LeBron going? Maybe he's staying in Cleveland. Maybe he's going to LA, which I don't understand why he'd go to LA other than the fact that it's LA. Do you really just want to be an old relic on a team that really isn't ready. Oh no, they are ready. Brian Lonzo ball. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuck. Uh, but I, I think he's going to, he's either staying in Cleveland or he's going to Philadelphia. I don't, I don't see anywhere else he'd go. I really don't. Houston will never work out. Those are two guys that need the ball in their hands all the time. James Harden and LeBron James. Uh, and by the way, you know, Houston's probably should have been in the NBA finals for Chris Paul getting hurt. So it's so stupid, but LeBron put the, uh, kibosh on that saying that, uh, <laughs> I don't like Houston as a city. Well, um, oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> I don't like Houston as a city. I'm going to start going through my top 50 cities. Would you Would you put it past LeBron? He just wore a, a wristband for no reason to a game when he never wore them in gameplay. So that's the NBA. We'll put a nice little bow on that, like I said. Let, 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 let's move on from that. Uh, da, 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 da. Was there anything else I want to talk about in the NBA? Eh, 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 eh. No. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, well, the only thing really going the NFL, obviously, was uh, Julian Edelman uh, testing positive for steroids, performance-enhancing drugs. And I saw the early, earliest reports from, like, the Boston media, which we heard Kirk Manahan shit on, uh, is 
oh, it's really irresponsible for you to like bring up Alex Guerrero, Tom Brady's trainer, who also also works with Julian Edelman, who you know Guerrero is a complete freak and also pushes cancer juice on people. It, it, to connect them is so irresponsible. No, no, I find it to be the most responsible thing you could possibly think of. Uh, a shady guy that Bill Belichick doesn't want around the team, who undermines the training staff, who works with Julian Edelman, who all of a sudden tests positive for drugs. Listen, A-Rod would think there's nothing wrong with that. But listen, A-Rod's a pathological liar. We all know that. Uh, Which we'll get to in his faux subway rides. What a fucking liar. But here we are with Julian Edelman. So that's that's interesting. Then you hear the rumors also with, with Patriot Nation here. The fact that the Patriots wanted to trade Gronk. Brady jumped in and said, if they do, I'll retire. Kraft then told Belichick it's not happening. Who knows? This could all be fiction. Complete fiction, as if it's, you know, like To Kill a Mockingbird, or this could be truth. Who knows? Fiction or truth? Well, really taking a side there, Brian. It's one or the other. Ooh. Uh, so that's the only real big thing going on in the NFL I saw. Is there anything else? I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know. Is there some bullshit heartwarming story that way I had to hear about? Or, or or the kid that struck out his friend in in the game and then hugged him and ever and I, I'll tell you this it is funny to see a case like that if everyone knows the video is a friend versus a friend in a high school championship game and you know the pitcher struck out the guy and he he dodged his team to hug his friend it's sort of you know it's sort of like he was dancing at the prom with him it was a bit much uh, but like just the polar opposites of how angry or how happy people were I tend to think it's a little weird. Uh, I think it's nice that they did that, but he pushed away his own teammates. At, am, I, am I really debating the stupid Twitter nonsense of the stupid video? I guess, yes, I am. Uh, that's about it for the NFL. Yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Let's let's move on to some other stuff. Trump. So Donald Trump. Oh, uh, that's right. The president, the commander in chief, Donald J. What's it? What's a J for? Is it James or John? No, you're probably you're probably yelling at the, yelling at me right now. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, do you? I'm sorry. This. Donald Donald John Trump, well, like Pope John, yeah, whatever. Big day for him. So he met with Kim Jong Un. That's right. It happened. Kim Jong Un. The two men shook hands in Singapore the other day, and I don't care where you stand on it. You have to say that's a big deal. Whether you like it or not, it's a big deal. Now listen, maybe nothing comes out of it. Maybe it's just photo ops. Maybe it's just them signing pieces of paper and and, and acting as if this was much more important than it was. But you could see the Trump haters. And if you listen to this podcast, I'm not even a Trump fan, but I'd like to call it fair. You know, I didn't vote for the guy. I voted for Hillary. I did. I did. Shoot me. Okay. I did. But I'm also going to call it fair. That was a huge day for him. And you have so many people wanting to shit on it, looking at every other thing that he's done wrong. And listen, you can play that fucking game for anybody in the world. Oh, LeBron James, uh, look at him. He just scored a triple-double in games on the NBA Finals. Oh, remember the decision, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, talk about an egotistical maniac, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can play that game for whatever. Just give the man his day in the sun, is all I'm saying. Well, you met with a madman. Do you realize every president meets with madmen all the time? And I'm not talking about Roger Sterling or Don Draper. I'm talking about crazy fuck. You like that? That was very good, huh? Oh! Uh, but let's go to Obama. He met with Raul Castro. He met with the the Egyptian president, who's now in like a cage. If you want to go to George Bush, he was sitting there smoking cigarettes and playing horseshoes with the Bin Ladens. I mean, pick the president. 
I mean, it's all phony bullshit to get that upset. Oh, how can he meet with such a terrible person? Yeah, yeah, like we don't meet with China all the time. They're human rights violations. Like, shut the fuck up. It's it's so insane. Listen, now, now I'm completely convinced Trump will do something stupid to fuck it all up. Oh, he can't help himself. He's not a smart person. But get the man his due. Listen, uh, maybe it does nothing. Again, maybe, maybe, maybe it's not. And you see Dennis Rodman there. Holy Christ. This, what, what, this world we live in, though, Dennis Rodman is sitting there bawling his eyes out, you know, pimping some, 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 some pot, like currency with a shirt, the shirt, what is it, potcoin, potcoin.com. Just sitting there crying, they didn't take me seriously, I wanted to do that, I, Obama didn't give me the time of day. And I said this on Twitter, is there anyone, talk about the life that Donald Trump, and excuse me, well, you could talk about the life he's lived, too, but I was more so saying Dennis Rodman. He has, you know, had relations, slept with Madonna, Carmen Electra, who else knows, NBA All-Star, NBA Hall of Famer, a guy who I don't even think was drafted. If he was, I mean, he was not a blue chip, uh, you know, he, he, he wasn't any Lonzo Ball first round, first pick, you know, second pick guy. I mean, he, he was, he was what, like some central Oklahoma state. He dressed up like a woman. He wrote a book. He was, he was in the new world order with Hulk Hogan. He, he brought together North Korea and the United States. I mean, the guy is, he is screw that. He is a Renaissance man, which whatever. I, I don't even know if that really applies, but that's that. So, oh, and then you see, you know, you see Robert De Niro, which at the Tony Awards. Can there be anything it's less? No Listen, and I'm not saying you can't. There's nothing Trump. wrong with disliking Donald Trump. There's plenty of things I don't like about the guy. But, like, is there anything less courageous than being Robert De Niro going to the Tony Awards and saying, fuck Trump? Like, not, not even, like, a, not even just a dialogue or this is what he did wrong or fuck Trump. And a standing ovation from the Tony crowd. No, listen, I mean, what are you expecting? It's the Tonys. Uh, and I see a million tweets like this over and over again. And it's so true. You know, everyone, everyone in that Hollywood bubble, <laughs> the Tony bubble, can pat themselves on the back over and over again and just throw flowers at each other and just kiss each other on the cheek about it. It's that shit that makes him more popular. And that's what's going to put him in the White House for another four years, you idiots. You don't even see it. You're so stupid. It's incredible. It's incredible. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Frankly, I'm a little concerned. Anyways. Uh, so that that's those are all my Trump takes. If uh, if everyone enjoyed them. If you have more, please please send them my way, because I really care. Anyways, let, let's let's move on. Actually, you know what? Let me let me the other let's stay with here in one political issue here. How about how about Bill Clinton, huh? You know, this has got to be the worst book tour. Which you have like James Patterson tied him as if he's some sort of refugee, like having to defend Bill Clinton as he makes these asinine comments over and over and over again, wherever he goes. It's talk about, can you predict or can you try to construct a worse book tour than was going on right now? I didn't even know what the hell they were promoting until I went to Target the other day or some say Target, uh, former coworker of mine and I hate her, uh, but I'm clearly over it. Uh, it's Target, by the way, bitch. Um, but I, I didn't even realize it's a novel. I'm sure Bill Clinton had a, a ton of insight on in that. James Patterson just puts out a book every three weeks. But he said uh, they were asking him about uh, Al Franken and uh, his behavior, which let's let's be honest. I never found Al Franken funny whatsoever. So 
keeping that in mind, I'm glad he went down because I never found it funny. But, uh, you know, he didn't seem like he really did anything. Listen, he was inappropriate. Uh, I don't want to be like, hey, come on, boys will be boys, right? But um, I, I, uh, he probably in the long run got railroaded in comparison to other people, but I don't really give a shit. Uh, and uh, Bill Clinton said, yeah, listen, um, you can't do what you used to do in regard in regards to what shit. I need the quote here. I'm not, I'm not doing a very good job. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think it off the top of my head. And I'm like, eh, 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 eh. here it is. I, in general, I think it's a good thing. Yes. I think it's a good thing that we, we should all have higher standards. I think the norms have really changed in terms of what you can do to somebody against their will. How That's much something you can like rapists say when they're like facing sentencing. Like that, that's their defense. Like that is really, really bad. I mean, the Clinton brand, forget even Hillary's loss. Well, it's hard to forget that. It's hard to even, you know, say, take that out of the equation. But the Clinton brand has taken, holy shit. It's taken a real punch to the gut. Uh, So, no, great insight, Brian. Anyways. Uh, let's move on to some baseball, huh? Sh- Shohei Otani out for the year, perhaps maybe dead? Question mark. Uh, so we saw um, special, special. We saw um, one report say they're cautiously optimistic. Huh? Watch out. And then you saw another one that he's out till 2020. So I, I don't know what to say. I saw Bob Nightingale of the USA Today, which if you're reading USA Today for actual baseball insight, then you should be uh, you put in front of firing squad because uh, that, that's just awful. Oh, you don't like that, Jeff Passan? Come on the podcast, bro. I'm ready. Have you reached out, Brian? No, not, not at all. Uh, but anyways, uh, so he might be out for the year. It looks like he, he's going to be out for the year at least. And uh, I guess baseball should really, really be sad. I think I was interesting, but I mean, do you think I'm looking at the box score like I'm 15, 1941, looking to see if Joe DiMaggio got a hit every day, looking for Shohei Otani if he played? I don't give a shit. You know, life moves quickly now. I'm not sitting there going to the newsstand, oh, Papa, did, did Ted Williams still batting over 400? No, it, it, it ain't like that anymore. It, 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 I'm sorry. It's, it's not that interesting. So he's out for the year, perhaps. By the way, this is what I was bringing up in the... In the, in the I was going to say the summer of Brian, but that's not really true. The two weeks of Brian, yeah, it doesn't really work as well. So do I do this? Is this the definition? And I asked some people today, and most of them said it was cool. Is this the definition of loserdom? So this weekend, the Anaheim Angels of Southern California, oh, because you make fun of the name because it's uh, are playing the Auckland, oh, oh, the Auckland? Oakland Athletics. And uh, I was thinking, should I go by myself? Is, is that loserdom? I, I, we're taking calls. All right. Why don't you tweet me at red ticket blues? Is that loserdom to go to that game? I'm going to get on a train to Oakland, sit in there, watch the game by myself. Is that loserdom? You tell me. All right. Pull question up. We'll see. Anyways, uh, the Yankees took care of business tonight. I saw DD two bombs. That's what we like to see. Cause that, listen, you know what? I know some people say, Oh yeah, DD's in a slump. Yeah. They need DD glorious. Stanton is strikeout or home run. Judge is the same way. Although a little higher than that. He can get more, he can get on base more. Sanchez barely looks like a major league player. Guess what? I'm shocked. The Yankees are, it's crazy to say this. I'm shocked the Yankees are the best team in baseball. I'm shocked that they're even doing well in a sense that so many of their top players are poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, all that, doo-doo. You get it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Didi hitting two bombs tonight, that is what I like to say. When Didi is doing well, 
the world is doing well. That's I mean I think I think I saw Trump just tweet that out. How about Trump's tweet about fucking <laughs> De Niro earlier? I gotta look that up. I'm sorry. I know that this this is not preparation here. All right, let's see. Uh, but th- that that was too funny. Low IQ individual, I believe it was. Let's see. I love these. I love these videos he puts together here. Uh, oh, he's been tweeting a lot. Okay, here we go. Robert De Niro, a very low IQ individual, uh, has received two T.O. And there's an extra O there, Donald. Too many shots to the head by real boxers in movies. I watched him last night and truly believe he may be punch drunk. I guess he doesn't uh, doesn't realize the economy is the best it's ever been with employment being an all-time high and many companies pouring back into our country. Wake up, punchy. And I'll tell you, Trump thinks he's so hysterical with that stuff. He writes Punchy and he's like, <laughs> Punchy, I came up with that. Everyone's like, oh, good, good job, President. Punchy. <laughs> but I, I, I'm shocked at the De Niro, though, honestly. Oh, man. The, the, it's these Hollywood people. I wonder what it's like when you make that like step from, ooh, I'm close to Hollywood here. I'm I'm a normal human being. And then you like walk over the line. Like, and then you're like, wow, everything I say matters. I'm with all the people that care about me. Everyone else is a moron. They don't share the same thoughts as me. Ha 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 ha. The, the, oh God, whatever, man. I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't, I, I, I've, I've run out of things to say anymore. Cause you're not going to please everybody all the time, but like Robert De Niro, uh, that one hurts. That does. Let the, be honest. That, that one hurts a little bit. Excuse me. I know some people hate that. I apologize. All a star of all those movies to just see him say "fuck Trump" and then like put his hands up in the air as if to he accomplished thing, something. It's just like oh, it's no longer down with Trump. It's so fuck many Trump. people. You want to dislike Trump? Dislike Trump? Bring a little more substance than "fuck Trump." It's no longer down with Trump. Fuck Trump. Like you are a child. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, there are 17 million things to criticize Trump about. Like, why couldn't you just bring that up there and be like, well, this, how about this, how about that, how about this? Fuck Trump. Oh, God, dude. Jesus Christ. But again, you know, and those are the same people that get mad that he met with. We met with met with Kim. You know, FDR met with Stalin. <laughs> Nixon met with a Chiinese president. I mean, it was not Chiang Kai-shek. That's a little too early for that. Mao Zedong. I mean... These people meet with madmen all the time. It happens. <sighs> the Yankees played with the Mets. They played with the Mets. They played against the Mets. They didn't play with them. Uh, who knows? Played played uh, against the Mets this weekend. Subway Series. Mets are dreadful. Jesus Christ. That is a terrible baseball team. And can people stop with the Yankees Mets trades? It's not going to happen. We, how long? When have we ever seen a substantial Mets-Yankees trade? Why do you think that's just going to happen in 2018? Oh, well, they're new. You think the Mets are going to trade Jacob deGrom for, like, fucking Clint Frazier and, and whoever? It's not happening. If they're going to trade him, it ain't going to be the Yankees, man. No one is that stupid. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Stop with that. I hate these stupid phone calls to Francesa saying this shit. Ugh. Anyways. So we heard the uh, the Sunday Night Baseball crew. Uh, on, uh, you like how I emphasize crew on Sunday night and, uh, you know, it's a subway series and obviously we have to bring up the Todd Frazier, 
you know, and Derek Jeter when he's is there is there any person on the planet that doesn't know that story? Like, talk about being lazy as a producer to put that segment together. And, and, and you know, Todd Frazier, Tom's River Little League. I mean, you know, t- take a look at this. T- take a look at this. Look at your screen right now. That is a 12. That That's right. That is Derek Jeter with a 12-year-old Todd Frazier. Wow. I mean, that's baseball. Huh? Everyone la- That is everyone laughing. That 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 crew. Of Matt, I, I'm disappointed, in Matt Vaskurgeon. I used to like him. He has become so neutered, and and and, and Mendoza. She just she just laughs. She try, she is in such an awkward spot. She just laughs at anything. And all three of them just laughing. It's like this. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh wow, is, is anything funny or are we just laughing? Nothing is that fun. When is the last time you ever laugh like that at anything? Or in this podcast, obviously. Pretty So that, that's the last time you ever laughed at anything like that. And then you hear Alex Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez, who probably has sips champagne out of a straw, says, oh, I, I, I took the subway a few times in New York City when I played for the Yankees. My ass you ever took the subway no no one ever mentioned me that's a lie just like maury says that's a lie does anyone actually i mean alex rodriguez world-renowned liar does he does he actually think that anyone really believes that he took the subway i know john oluru took the subway i know know, other people i saw brady anderson get out of a cab once not relevant um (laughs) pretty great huh uh, who else took the subway? How the hell do I know this information? I don't know. Other people took the, Alex Rodriguez did not take the subway. He, he tries so hard to be folksy. I saw somebody tweet. Yeah. He wanted someone to put toothpaste on his own toothbrush. Yeah. I'm sure he took the subway, swiped the Metro card and walked in with the rest of the Cretans there with nine layers of fucking bacteria on every orifice. Well, not orifice, every surface of that entire subway and said, Ooh, yeah, I'm natural. No one believes that for a second. You're a liar, A-Rod. You'll always be a liar. I guess I'm just going to have to accept you as a liar. I saw Michael K signed a contract. He's going to be there for another few years. I know a lot of people are getting hard-ons for Ryan Rucco on the uh, the away games. You know, I, I, I have a soft spot for, for, for K, excuse me, for, for Sterling and Waldman. K I could do without... I really don't see anything great about him. I know he's the, he's the voice of the Yankees, which means nothing. There's been 9 million voices of the Yankees. Uh, Ryan Rucco is a little too, I don't know. Maybe it's just different. And I don't know. It, it's, it's hard to explain. See, I guess I'm not even a K fan, but just someone being different from it. But he signed a contract. He'll be there for a while. And I saw he just, he just got beat by Francis on the ratings. Yeah, pretty mum from those assholes who think they, uh, you know, the shit doesn't stink. Which, God, everything about that show stinks. Uh, so Michael K will be with us for a while. So congratulations to him and his big head. All right. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I saw Anthony Bourdain. Well, you saw. I, as if I saw. No one else saw. Anthony Bourdain. Uh, I was a fan of that show, uh, Parts Unknown, No Reservations. And the book, Kitchen, Kitchen? Kitchen Confidential, uh, killed himself. Committed suicide and... The immediate reaction from Twitter is always funny because, you know, everyone just, it's totally low hanging fruit, you know, uh, 
completely just go with the flow of whatever idiot. Oh, he's selfish. You act as if Anthony Bourdain sat there and decided to do what he did, thinking, well, this or my daughter, uh, this or my family. It doesn't work like that. There's There are two things that I've learned in life that I, I, thankfully, I don't suffer from either of them. But, like, you don't know what they're like until you go through them. And that is mental illness and addiction. All right. You, you just don't understand. So to, from your high horse on Twitter to say, oh, he's selfish. Well, again, it's low hanging meat. Well, I thought it was low hanging fruit. It's low hanging fruit and meat. So short sighted for people to say that they're selfish. I find that to be just a ridiculous thing. And, you know, it, it, this podcast recently, mental health, uh, you know, advocates myself, well, advocacy, I should say, not even make any sense. I don't know. I think on Twitter, we like to uh, criticize whatever comes. We have to make that immediate take and uh, criticizing people that do something that doesn't seem admirable is very easy and very plentiful and very easy to jump on and hop on with the rest of the morons. So I will say that if you're saying that, then you are uh, misguided. Put it that way. We will put it that way. We are 32 minutes in. I think people, uh, do I have any more hot takes? Uh, Let's see. Yeah, the only other thing I would have ever had to say this: the beat writers, the national beat writers, must be in mourning with Vlad Jr. being hurt. Oh God! So Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s son, who listen, he he's a top prospect. He really is for the Blue Jays. He's out for a while, and these guys, I, you know, and I I made the comment I talked about on the podcast a few weeks ago. Oh, oh uh, well, I must be really upset, huh? Would they even say this if they weren't Vlad Jr.? What is that supposed to mean? Then you have the if you're a Jeff Passan or a Bob Nightingale White Knight. Please, please reevaluate whatever means anything to you into your life. Spend more time with your family. You know, help an old person. You know, be a big brother, big sister. Like, those are the guys that get upset about that and probably can't sleep at night. Probably just pace the hallways drinking coffee at three in the morning. I hope Vlad Jr.'s all right. He's got great thighs. Oh, that bad speed. Fucking idiots. Anyways, (laughs) completely... That's the way it is. So uh, the be- people, uh, I'm getting uh, Red Ticket Blues t-shirts. I'm just giving them away to certain select few. That they've been ordered, by the way. Select few will be getting a direct message uh, that you, 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 they'll be coming to you. And there'll be other ones that there'll be a giveaway. That's right. What do I hope to achieve with this? I'm not really sure. You know, I'm not trying to sell these things right now. I'm just trying to get the message out to Red Ticket Blues. Because I, I started the podcast and something happened. So I'm, I don't know if I said this earlier. I'm getting more downloads now, which is this scorched earth Kirk Menahan style than I ever did with interviews with people. So please spread the word. Tell people about it. Tell people that this is the podcast you listen to. And dare I say, do I do a third podcast this week? A third? Let's slow down. I like to, I like to keep you guys on your heels, huh? I'm not fucking around. You know, I'm not going to say, you know, I want you to be a cliffhanger. But spread the word, retweet, tweet, tell your friends, tell your bosses, tell old people on the street, tell the gas station attendant, tell anyone. At BrianBuck13, at Red Ticket Blues, like the show, uh, leave a review. Listen, if you have an iPhone, there's no excuse that you are not going on there, leaving a review or just hitting the five stars. Because I only take five stars, by the way. And it's the best goddamn podcast on iTunes. If you're reviewing podcasts and you're not reviewing this one, you might as well just jump off a cliff. That's, That's where we're at. I've told people they should do that before. Okay, we're rambling at this point. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Stitcher, all that. And uh, remember to leave a review. I love all of you. The Red Ticket Blues podcast cannot be stopped. It probably will. But 
It cannot be stopped. It is a runaway runaway freight train. I'm not even drinking in this podcast. I talked about this bourbon. It's sitting here looking at me, so <laughs> I just can't put words together. It is a runaway freight train. With that being said, I'm on it. You can't 